this political coliseum, we slay the rising beast with the fateful sword of truth that transcends hypocrisy and censorship. It's time to unleash yourself from the tyrants of media propaganda on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. This is Unleashed, the political news hour. I'm your host, Bruce Robertson, and I'm very delighted that you could join me. The whole thing with with Unleashed and this new broadcast is that um, we want to share and get out to the public all the articles, podcasts, and pertinent news on America Out Loud. Dot news and this is a new program to get those stories out uh we always offer the uncensored truth from a team of truth seekers who always put god and country first tonight on unleashed i'm going to talk about several topics that i think are pertinent and have been hot in the news this week uh the first one is impeachment I'm also going to talk about spying on political rivals. I'm going to talk about the Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin that's been breaking the internet this week. And I'm going to discuss classified and unclassified documents that Joe Biden has been hoarding and unclassified stuff that Trump may still have. So let's get started. Um, the top story is Mayorkas has been impeached by the House of Representatives. Yes, that's right. Secretary Mayorkas, Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, who is the, um, the uh, Secretary, uh, Homeland Security Secretary, has uh, just been impeached by the House of Representatives. And, uh, you know, Mayorkas has not resigned, and it's unlikely that the Senate impeachment trial will uh, remove him because it's a two-part process. First, the House impeaches, and then the Senate uh, must remove or not remove. Uh, the Senate impeachment trial will begin after recess, but, you know, with a, a Democrat majority Senate, it's unlikely that the Senate will remove him. So, you know, we may be stuck with Mayorkas for a while, but here's the thing. The upshot of all this is that Republicans are showing that they're not going to put up with open borders. And I know it was a slim margin that the vote for impeachment came up in the House. It was only a slim margin, but at least they were able to muster the courage to get it done. Uh, at least the border bill which uh, was dead on arrival in the House, uh, uh, you know, came up and, and was uh, blocked. So it doesn't give Mayorkas carte blanche privilege to hand out asylum passes. You know, that border bill that they, that they put in front of the House um, allowed 5,000 illegals per day to come into the country, and it gave Mayorkas special privileges to grant amnesty at will. And that would have made the border situation much worse, not better. In my opinion, more laws are not the answer. And that's exactly why Mayorkas was impeached. He failed to enforce 
the border the border and and immigration laws that already exist. You know, Biden could fix the border tomorrow if he wanted to. And we've seen that with with the state of Texas and the National Guard. They've shut down that area of the border that they've uh, that they've lined with National Guard and put up razor wire. They've shut down the border crossings to just a trickle compared to, you know, thousands and thousands of illegals coming across the border a day under uh, the federal, uh, you know, uh, uh, Homeland Security Group. So we know that the border can be shut down. Texas proved it. The National Guard proved it. But, you know, that's not the agenda of this current federal government under Biden. That's not the agenda. And people are fed up. You know, I still see some people calling for Biden to be impeached or removed, possibly, under uh, Article 25, the Incompetence Clause. Uh, You know, here's what I think. It's better to let Joe run and lose miserably in the next election than to go ahead and rush and impeach him and spend all that time and money and then have to deal with whomever they decide to run in his place. Biden is the one with the horrible record. And he's the one who's made his own bed. Let him sleep in it now. So there's more um, there's more Trump spying surfacing in the news this week as well. Uh, Trump has been saying the entire time that they were spying on his campaign. Now, we all sort of suspected that that was happening. In fact, Trump moved out of Trump Tower uh, because he he was tipped off that they were spying and and they may have even had they may have even bugged his uh, his office, but they 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 were definitely listening to his phone conversations and uh, his communications, and therefore he moved out of uh, Trump Tower and he moved into Mar-a-Lago for for the rest of his campaign. Uh, now, what does that remind you of? Spying on the other party's campaign headquarters. Trump Tower was the campaign headquarters for Donald Trump, okay? What happened not so long ago? How many of you were alive and remember this when uh, Richard Nixon was um, was run out of office, basically? Uh, do you remember what the Nixon people did? Uh, have you ever heard of a thing called Watergate? Watergate was a huge scandal because the Nixon administration, some of his people, and it's a question whether he fully knew about what they were doing or not. It doesn't really matter right now. But it was a huge scandal, and people went to prison because they were spying on Democrat campaign headquarters during that uh, run-up to the election uh, with with when Nixon was running. Okay, so people went to prison for spying on their political op- opposition, the opposition's campaign headquarters. Well, now we've got a situation where uh, people have been spying on Trump's political campaign headquarters. And that happened, and we know it happened. We had, we know it happened during 2016. I, I'm not sure that it happened during 2020 because I think Trump wised up and, and had more a bit more security around his campaign. But 
it looks to me like the Obama administration went full Gestapo and willingly and willingly disregarded the Constitution in an attempt to subvert a national election and obstruct the incoming administration. Now, we know what that is, folks. That's treason. Okay? It's subversion and treason. And now it comes out, it just came out this week. Uh, I mean, this stuff has been leaking out for the last two two to four years now. Um, now it comes out that the CIA and foreign intelligence agencies illegally targeted 26 Trump associates before the 2016 Russian collusion hoax was created and floated. Can you imagine that? Yeah, there was an article uh, just this week, in fact, an article in the New York Post. Uh, the title of the article, the CIA and foreign intelligence agencies illegally targeted 26 Trump associates before 2016 Russia collusion claims. The report. Okay. Uh, so here's the article. The U.S. intelligence community asked foreign spy agencies to surveil 26 associates of Donald Trump in the run-up to the 2016 election. Yeah, you think it's over, folks? It's not over. It's just starting, okay? This stuff is just coming out. It's been years, but it's stuff just coming out now. So they were asked to surveil 26 associates of Donald Trump in the run-up to the 2016 election, which triggered the allegations that the former president's campaign had been colluding with Russia, according to a report. Former CIA Director John Brennan identified and presented the targets to the U.S. intelligence sharing partners in the so-called Five Eyes agencies. These are all the different countries and their, their, their intelligence organizations. The intelligence gathering organizations in the U.S., the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. And this is according to a report published Monday uh, on uh, Michael Schellenberger's public substack. Okay, Schellenberger's been doing some great work. The report by independent journalist Schellenberger, Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi and Alex Gutentag has not been confirmed by the New York Post, but they cite multiple unnamed sources, including ones close to the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, led by Representative Mike Turner, who's a Republican from Ohio. Turner's office did not respond to the Post's uh, request for comment. The U.S. intelligence community had identified the 26 Trump associates as people to bump or make contact with or manipulate, one source told the outlet. In spy speak, bumping is when a reason is manufactured to meet with a target of interest in order to develop a relationship that could lead to intelligence. In other words, they want to milk the target for whatever information they can. They were targets of our own IC and law enforcement, targets for collection and misinformation, the source said. So Britain's government communications headquarters intelligence apparatus, which is the GCHQ, was making contacts with Trump's associates as early as March 2016, according to the report. They were making contacts and they were bumping Trump people going back to March 2016 a source told the outlet. They were sending people around the UK, Australia, Italy, the Mossad in Italy, 
The M MI6 was working at an intelligence school they had set up. The GCHQ spokesperson, that's the British intelligence uh, group, uh, told the outlet that, claim, that, that claims it was asked to conduct wiretapping against the then president-elect are nonsense. So they denied it. Of course they denied it. But uh, now sources are starting to say it happened. So um, I'm going to get back to this after we take a break. But uh, here's the thing. There's spying going on. And it's Watergate level. It's worse than Watergate. So we have to really consider that. All right. Now, our, our sponsors are great on America Out Loud. And AmericaOutloud.shop has the latest health resources and product innovations that may well enhance your life. So use the code out loud to get special discounts from our Out Loud family. Now we're going to go to a break and we'll be right back. Thanks for listening. Who's got time for a nasal invasion messing up your lifestyle? Crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order with the coupon code OUTLOUD, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to americaoutloud.shop. That's americaoutloud.shop and use coupon code OUTLOUD. Use Cofix RX because it works. Clean, pure, with premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's a perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with Pure Plant Protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Welcome back to Unleashed, folks. I hope you enjoyed that word from our sponsors. Um, before we uh, went for the break, I was speaking about spying on the Trump campaign. And I know, you know, everybody, we're all weary about hearing this stuff, but we have to fix. We have to fix the election process, and we have to clean up the corruption going on uh, involving our election process, and we have to get rid of the criminals. And the only way we're going to do it is to expose it. So um, what I said before the break uh, was that certain officials and uh, the Five Eyes agencies, which are the intelligence gathering organizations in the U.S. and the U.K. and Canada, Australia, New Zealand, um, they were making contacts and they were bumping Trump people going back to March 2016. So... They're identifying Trump people and they're trying to cozy up to them and they're trying to squeeze information out of them. Uh, 
And the Post had a great article, and I was reading from that article, and I'm going to go back to it. Uh, the Post said, intelligence related to the alleged surveillance effort is housed in a 10-inch binder, according to the outlet, which Trump ordered to be declassified at the end of his presidency and could contain evidence that multiple U.S. intelligence officials broke our laws against spying and election interference. Again, it sounds like Watergate, but worse than Watergate. So the whereabouts of this alleged thick binder are unknown. The Trump campaign and the CIA did not respond to the New York Post request for comments on this. So they're looking for a 10-inch binder that has apparently disappeared. Isn't that interesting? Warrantless surveillance of U.S. persons is specifically prohibited by U.S. law. Uh, former FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith was sentenced to probation in 2021 after admitting that he falsified an email to freshen up and renew a wiretap against former Trump campaign advisor Carter Page. Remember Carter Page? Page had been wiretapped illegally, it looks like, after intelligence sources suspected that he might have been targeted by Russian spies. Of course, now we know that that didn't happen, but the wiretap, which was approved by the Secret Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, okay, was renewed several times after it was first granted. Last March, special counsel John Durham concluded that the FBI investigation of Trump's alleged collusion with Russia was seriously flawed and had no basis in evidence after a four-year review of the probe. In response, the FBI said that it had implemented dozens of corrective actions since the improper Trump probe and that the missteps identified in the report could have been prevented had the reforms been in place in 2016. So, so what's the FBI saying? The FBI is saying that people broke the law and they've had to go back and correct their activities and take action, okay, and that they were, quote-unquote, missteps. No, they were violations of our laws, our sacred laws, okay? In 2022, uh, Taibbi and Schellenberger were involved in the publishing of the Twitter Files expose, which detailed in a different uh, uh, vein how social media giants' previous management team twi at Twitter uh, sought to silence controversial voices and suppress news items, such as the New York Post reporting on the Hunter Biden laptop, for example. Okay, so we know. We know what happened there. Um, <laughs> so, the, I mean, there's all this corruption going on. And, uh, you know, we're, truth is scarier than fiction, folks. Now, we also had this week, we had, uh, we had a, a, an important interview between Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin. Now, if you've never listened to Putin speak, then it's likely that your perception of Putin is, is broadly based 
on whatever the mainstream media has told you. Um, and if you didn't listen to the two-hour Tucker Carlson interview with Putin, then you're probably still somewhat susceptible to what the mainstream media is telling you. And that let's remind you that uh, the, the I want to remind you that the main the, that's the same mainstream media that lied to you about Russian collusion, as I just spoke about, uh, that lied to you about COVID, the protocols and the toxic vaccines, that lied to you about Ukraine and the reason why that whole thing is going on in Ukraine right now, that lied to you about all the foreign aid money laundering going on and all our tax dollars blown out of this country and around the world, never to be seen again, and some of that stuff getting laundered and going offshore into, uh, you know, uh, offshore uh, shell accounts, and that lied to you about widespread human trafficking, that lied to you about the border crisis, okay, because now we know it can be stopped, okay, we knew that already, but now we see it can be stopped, uh, that the mainstream media lied to you about election fraud. Basically, you know, the mainstream media lied to us about everything. As I said, truth is scarier than fiction. <laughs> so, so here's my take on the Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin, okay? I thought Putin was thoughtful and serious, okay? I love the fact that, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a history buff, and I studied Russian history uh, and European and world history. And uh, I love the fact that Putin took the time to explain the complex history of Russian history and uh, and its relationship to, to Kiev and Ukraine, because all of Russian culture and religion is centered around what is called the Kievan Rus. Everything Russian came out of Kiev originally in like between the years 800 and 1000 AD. Okay, that's how far it goes back. So if you listen to what Putin said, um, he ran down that history uh, quite eloquently, and if you, you you should pay attention and listen to what he said about it. Most Americans, including our politicians and even our ambassadors, don't know the history of these, these two nations that we have now pushed into conflict with each other. Putin and Russia, in my opinion, are not the real enemy. Our own predatory governments are our true enemies. They paint Russia as the enemy to distract us from their own criminal grift. And they excuse their own useless squandering of our tax money through foreign aid money laundering programs to destabilize the world in order to establish their own power. Now, if you watch the interview, as I did carefully, it seems to me that, you know, for all his, his goodwill, Young Tucker thought he was showing up, seemed like he was showing up, he thought he was showing up, for a typical soundbite interview that jumped from topic to topic, as, you know, those things normally do on American television. But Putin himself came well-armed, and Putin seemed to be prepared to have a serious conversation and lay out the historical, cultural, and geopolitical groundwork for an intellectual dialogue to help people understand his position on the issue. Um, too many Americans, I think, still treat Russia as if it was still under the Soviet spell 
when that's really the last thing Russians seem to want or need. The Russian intelligentsia class, and I, I know that group pretty well. I have some very good friends who are Russian expats who live here, and I've been to Russia and met with people there, and I've met with people in Kiev and Ukraine just to you know let you know. I understand both uh, countries, and I'm compassionate about both countries. Um, but the Russian intelligentsia class is mostly made up of patriot conservative Christian capitalists, while our own nation, America, is on a pretty slippery slope, it seems, toward atheist Marxism and fascism. And, um, you know, we are in large part led by a uniparty that's comprised of socially liberal, yet fiscally irresponsible, uh, country club Republicans and woke liberal Democrats neither of which seem to understand the difference between a democracy and a constitutional republic, or even understand what it means to be a natural-born citizen of the United States. Now, I'm not going to go too deep on that, but we can do a whole show on that. Uh, MAGA Christian conservatism is our only hope, in my opinion. Uh, so this is why Trump is so crucial here, and why he's so popular in the United States. Americans just want their country back. They want to go back to our freedom roots and our liberty and our, our republic, okay? We want our republic back. We don't want to push toward a democracy. As Putin pointed out in the Carlson interview, terrible damage has already been done since 2002 in U.S.-Russia relations. And, you know, it seemed like he hoped that that could be repaired. And I sincerely hope that that could be repaired because it would be a shame if we couldn't repair it. But I know for a fact that Russia is more of a natural ally to the United States and its two major confrontations, namely China and Islam, than maybe any, any other nation on earth. I've always said the U.S. has far more in common with countries like Russia and, you know, Greece, for example, than it, it does with China or even Western Europe. I mean, if, if you go and talk to the people and you get to know the people and you get a feel for the people in countries like Russia and countries like Greece, you'll find out that those people love America and they want to be free and they want to uh, focus. They'd rather be allies with the U.S., than allies with some of these other countries. But we just keep on pushing them away. And meanwhile, you know, we have uh, less than scrupulous relationships with countries like England, who we fought a revolution to get out of our country, and uh, France, who seems to uh, not have really a very good compass going the, in, in the right direction right now. Uh, you know, Germany is a, is a mess. And uh, the rest of Europe seems to be a mess. The EU seems to be a bit rudderless right now, but they do have an agenda. And that agenda is Klaus Schwab's and the World Economic Forum. And that should be very concerning to most Americans. You know, Putin and Russia, as I said, I don't think are the real enemy. Our predatory government and our lapdog media, those are the enemies. You know, they paint Russia as the enemy to distract us. All right. They excuse their own useless squandering of our tax money. 
Um, why did our national mainstream media not broadcast this interview so widely? I mean, was it on? They, you know, they should have gone full blast with the Putin interview, right? Just let him talk. Let the American people hear what he has to say. Okay? But did you see it? Did you see it anywhere? You saw little clips, maybe. They cut little pieces out. Of course, they edited that. You know, if you want to see it, go go on uh, uh, X uh, to uh, Tucker Carlson's uh, page, his uh, Tucker Carlson's uh, X account, and you can watch the full Putin interview. I, you, you know, you might find it strangely refreshing. It's because the media and uh, the powers that be in our maybe in our current government don't want you to hear it. And probably the Western nations don't want you to hear it. Um, we're being propagandized. And we're being propagandized using Marxist tactics. And we're being propagandized to fear Russia as a threat to our democracy, which we don't have a democracy, we have a republic. But okay. Um, they, they, they're, they're posting up Russia as a threat when Russia is actually one of our best natural allies. And democracy itself, ironically, is the biggest threat to our constitutional republic. Now, we can unpack that in a different discussion. But Russia, you know, even under Soviet rule, was one of our strongest and bravest allies during World War II. And we probably could not have won the war against the Nazis as effectively if it were not for brave Russians fighting on the Eastern Front. And, you know, they lost 10 million people in that war. Let's not let, let's not uh, mince any words about it. You know, we lost 450,000 some odd men uh, in, and some women too, but uh, in that war, and that was on multiple fronts all over the Pacific theater and, and so forth, European theater, Pacific theater, Africa, elsewhere. But the Russians just on the Eastern Front lost 10 million. So, if you listen to Putin speak, he sounds pretty reasonable. He doesn't sound like a thug who runs an evil empire. He sounds like somebody who holds pretty solid conservative values. Most Russians are Christians. Most Russians hold these same views. We should embrace and encourage them and not be tainted or swayed by the left's agitprop censorship and propaganda. You know, listen and learn and compare this messaging to the messaging your media is trying to sell you uh, and to the largely ignorant and, you know, misinformed population in America. This is why Tucker's breaking the internet, internet with the Putin interview. Mark my words, there's a huge shift and awakening is coming as more and more people in America and the West realize Putin is more conservative, less tyrannical and less warlike than Biden and the Democrats. So, um, you know, I've said my piece on that. And, uh, you know, you can formulate your own opinion, of course. But, uh, you know, as you know, we, we, we went through the, you know, those of us who are of a certain age, we went through the Cold War. And we saw what the what our media was telling us about Russia. And, you know, listen, they didn't do everything right. They didn't, you know, they were undergoing their own struggles, too. And I'm not uh, trying to be an apologist for Russia, but Russia finally came out of Soviet times and they've, they've sort of, you know, they've let go of that burden of, of communism 
And, uh, you know, we've had opportunities to help coax them back into the Western world. And, and you know, I think we've blown some of those opportunities, frankly. We've blown opportunities for alliances. Think about Russia. Russia is on the Chinese border, all right? What if we offered Russia NATO membership before we offered it to Ukraine? What would happen? We'd have allies all the way to China. Instead of alienating Russia by offering NATO membership to everybody around Russia and then painting Russia as the big bad boogeyman when, you know, they may not be all that, right? I'm just suggesting. Think about it. I mean, there were a lot of major red scares and, and, and things like that, and some of them were justified. But, you know... George Orwell wrote in his book 1984, he said it was really about 1948 when national leaders could turn on a dime and reverse the past and reverse history. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm just offering this up. As I said, I was a child of the Cold War and loathing Russia and all its works was integral to my ideological formation. You know, the left wanted peace in general and negotiated arms control while the right wanted to contain and roll back the Soviet Union. And uh, they even flirted with the idea of initiating nuclear war. OK, this was sort of an ideo ideological framework. Um, it was framed as a struggle of freedom versus tyranny. But, you know, something amazing happened in 1989 because they rolled back all these different reforms and um you know nikita khrushchev ended up toppling the entire empire about which we had read for many years so it was there and suddenly it was gone and when russia was gone all of a sudden came crumbling down there was this void all right and then along comes donald trump in 2016 and he wrecks all the plans of the u.s power of elite by winning the presidency i mean so they had to blame somebody. Of course, they blamed Russia, our old so-called boogeyman, which was our old ally in World War II. I mean, it's just crazy. Years of reporting and investigations into this conspiracy turned up absolutely nothing. You know, the Russian collusion thing. The election was really about how the American people hated Hillary Clinton, and they decided to give Donald Trump a chance, and they did, and he won. Okay? And now... I think the American people are fed up with Biden, and I believe that they're going to give Donald Trump a chance again. But we'll see how that rolls. Um, I'm uh, about out of time for this segment. So what I'm going to do is we're going to go to a break, and we're going to come back and talk about a couple of these other topics that I mentioned. And uh, listen to our sponsors. We have great sponsors. We have uh, we have some great pro products on, on America um, Out Loud dot shop okay um we have uh you know lots of uh, great products and by the way i encourage my listeners to spread the news on america out loud uh and encourage people to be active patriots who make a difference so let's let's share this program through the social media outlets we're on to jumpstart and uh keep it all going because i want to help share the word now we're going to go to a break, and I'll be right back. 
God, through his grace and mercy, gave us free will. The will of the people was to live freely. To that end, we fight for the liberty of all at a time when global tyranny threatens us as never before in mankind's history. This vision is manifest at AmericaOutloud.news, a site for all who cherish free will and freedom. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Welcome back to Unleashed, the political news hour. I'm your host, Bruce Robertson, and uh, I'm so glad you uh, stayed with us and uh, decided and listened to our uh, our uh, break for our, our sponsors, our great sponsors here at America Out Loud. Uh, before we left for the break, we were talking about the Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin interview. And I just have just a couple of more things I wanted to say about that. Um, first of all, whether you agree or disagree with Tucker Carlson or Mr. Putin, okay, the, the kind of information sharing that went on there is exactly in my opinion, the hope that the internet had promised the world when it came along, okay? It was supposed to free us from government and corporate control of the public mind. It was supposed to sort of dissipate the hive mind mentality, right? This is an example of exactly that, okay? It's free speech. And it's it, it's an example that's so full of hope you know, for, for information and, you know, just getting different opinions and impressions. With more of this sort of thing, we might see a greater chance for peace and maybe less manipulation by elites and media propaganda from every nation. 
So some advice to the corporate media that I have that would probably it'll it will probably go unheated or un, un, un they, they won't pay attention to it. Okay, probably, I'm thinking. But I suggest that they they be very careful in treating Carlson as treasonous or seditious. You know, it's so easy to come out and say, oh, he's he's a he's a Russian shill and he's a paid Russian informant. Well, or whatever. You know, it's not clear to me that that baloney is going to work anymore. He went there at great risk to himself. He flew to Moscow to let the quote-unquote hated enemy boogeyman of Russia speak directly to the American people. Now, agree or disagree, isn't that how an intelligent and grown-up society deals with conflict? The whole idea of free speech is to allow both sides to speak. The whole idea of free speech is to have for people to have the freedom to listen to both sides and make up their own minds. That's all that's going on here, folks. You know, I'm perfectly willing to grant that I had, you know, very likely accepted some of the untruths in the old days about Russia during the Cold War because we didn't know any better, right? We You heard one story, and that's all you heard. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, when you go there and you start scratching below the surface and you start speaking to people and you start hearing opinions and learning history and so forth, it, you know, it changes pretty quickly. And you start to see everything with open eyes and clear perception. So this is what happens <laughs> what 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 happens with this the old mentality the old mindset is that you know we people back themselves into an ideological corner and they can't get out of it they painted themselves in so to speak uh, you know people are then ripe for being propagandized by those who want you to see the um uh, complicated uh you know tapestry of politics as a simple struggle between good and evil. It's not that simple, folks. Now, 35 years after the end of the Cold War, you know, the U.S. corporate media is behaving the way we were told that Russian propaganda operated in the old days. Remember how they used to bash the Russian newspaper Pravda? You know, they, they used to joke that Pravda means truth, and it's the last thing the Russian people get is truth when they read their own newspaper. Well, the New York Times is the new Pravda, okay? And X is the new um, Sami's Dot, let's say, okay? Uh, except there's a difference. The previously unsayable is drowning out the old narrative. And I'm really happy that uh, Elon Musk is allowing that to happen on his uh, social media network. You know, meanwhile, the U.S. President Biden is the one pushing for even more mandates and controls on business. And he's pushing for more <clears throat> mandates and controls against Russia. And, uh, you know, the Russian president now is shocking the Western elites by saying that, you know, he really wants peace over war. Listen to his interview. He said he wants peace. 
the truth is always more complicated than these uh, simple ideologues suggest. So I think let's let's hope that we can be adults about this and handle that. Um, all right, that's enough about Putin and Tucker. You you can dig into that on your own. But in other news, listen to this. Fannie Willis, as you know, in Georgia, has been, um, you know, she and her boyfriend have been trying to prosecute Trump for, um, for trying to influence the election by asking uh, Georgia election officials to see if they could find uh, some missing votes. All right. We know that there was a lot of vote manipulation going on down there, and Trump was just curious. And he, he said, listen, you know, see if you can find those votes. All right. Well, Fannie Willis had an affair with the guy that she hired to help her prosecute, who was underqualified and way overpaid. He's already made like some $700,000 of taxpayers' money on this, and they've taken some lavish trips and done all kinds of things. Um but her affair with this guy uh, could result in disqualification. And the judge warned that as the case against Trump is nearing a tipping point. Uh, a hearing Thursday um, is going to shed a spotlight on this uh, district attorney's affair with a special prosecutor she personally hired to press charges against Trump, the 45th president. Judge Scott McAfee's insistence on holding a hearing to determine whether the district attorney of Georgia's Fulton County, Fannie Willis, and her boyfriend, who was named uh, by Willis as special prosecutor, his name is Nathan Wade, whether they will be disqualified from the case they have brought against President Trump and 18 others. Uh, and this underscores the seriousness of the scandal, and it could mark a tipping point in Fannie Willis's efforts to secure convictions against Trump. The session uh, on Thursday is being requested by Mr. Trump and one of his co-defendants, Michael Roman, in the sprawling racketeering case concerning alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia. You know, they want a hearing to show why Ms. Willis and Mr. Wade should be disqualified on account of a conflict of interest stemming from their self-confessed, now they're, they've confessed it, they denied it first, now they confessed it, their self-confessed personal relationship. Uh, Ms. Willis wanted Judge McAfee to cancel the hearing, arguing that her liaison with Mr. Wade began after she hired him, and that any insinuation that their romance tainted, tainted the proceedings is meritless and salacious, she said. The judge, though declared that it's clear that disqualification can occur if evidence is produced demonstrating an actual conflict or an appearance of one. Well, that's a pretty broad range. Judge McAfee appears to be consulting the, Fulton, the actual Fulton County Code, which demands that, imagine going to the law for this and actually adhering to the law. The Fulton County Code demands that officers be quote, in fact and in appearance, independent and impartial in the performance of their official duties, close quote. Officers like Ms. Willis are required to, quote, 
avoid even the appearance of a conflict of interest, unquote. The judge notes that the couple have, quote, admitted a relationship existed, and so what remains to be proven is the existence and extent of any financial benefit, unquote. Judge McAfee, uh, his declaration that it's possible that the facts alleged by the defendant could result in disqualification is a sign of how serious the issue is and the strength of the evidence collected thus far by uh, Mr. Roman's attorney. He's the co, co uh, um, he's a co-filer with Trump for the hearing. Um, his attorney is named Ashley Merchant. <clears throat> Ms. Willis struck a defiant note when the ac ac accusations were first aired, accusing her critics of racial animus. Of course, she pulled the race card. What a shocker. She and Mr. Wade now admit to the relationship, but they deny that it existed prior to Wade's hiring by Fannie Willis in 2022. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Roman's attorney, Ashley Merchant, however, wrote to Judge McAfee that the assertion that the relationship didn't start until 2022 is patently false. She accuses the two prosecutors of having enriched themselves off this case. With Mr. Wade earning more than $700,000, as I said, since being appointed, uh, Ms. Merchant, the attorney for Mr. Roman, has introduced into the record receipts suggesting Ms. Willis and Mr. Wade traveled together visiting a resort in Aruba, and even a tattoo parlor in Belize. Wouldn't we like to see what they got tattooed on themselves? Uh, so they spent some money at the tattoo parlor. Uh, that raises the question of whether either Miss Willis or Mr. Wade was tattooed, okay, or both, and what the tattoo might have said. You know, it's a matter at the moment, uh, purely a speculation, but it's you know, you could maybe they got a romantic tattoo to mark the relationship or, you know, uh, maybe it could be subpoenaed as evidence. Who knows? <laughs> it's crazy. You can't make this stuff up. I mean, Judge McAfee's decision means that uh, Miss Merchant's uh, evidence is going to be heard in court. OK, she uh, she touts the testimony of an attorney who once worked with Mr. Wade and uh, even served as his divorce lawyer for separation from his wife of 26 years. So he left his wife of 26 years to go with Fannie Willis, all right? Uh, the relationship of the two lawyers, however, appears to have soured, um, and Mr. Bradley is now poised to testify under oath that Willis's romance with Wade is far less recent than she alleges. So this may come up in the... Uh, in the, um, uh, you know, they, they might have to dig up the divorce case between Wade and his wife of 26 years to, uh, because she may have alleged that, uh, that Wade was involved with Willis during that divorce case. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, so lastly, Comer, okay, remember Comer? Comer is now demanding that the Department of Justice release classified documents that Biden was improperly hoarding, saying that they could contain information about the family's influence peddling scheme. So 
Uh, Representative Comer is also demanding that Attorney General Garland release the transcripts of President Biden's interviews with Special Counsel Robert Hur. Uh, Mr. Comer and his fellow House Republicans want to know if the hoarded documents contain hard evidence that Biden was personally profiting from or orchestrating what they call his family's influence peddling scheme, in which the enterprising Bidens, such as the president's son, Hunter, and uh, Joe Biden's younger brother, James Biden, uh, traded off the president's name to make money from foreign en en entities for, um, quote-unquote, consulting. Of course, they were selling access. We know that. We, we can assume that. The chairman points out that the president may have lied about sharing classified information with people that did not have security clearance. In his report, um, Mr. Hur states that the president's ghostwriter, ghostwriter, Mark Zwanitzer, who didn't have a security clearance, was privy to documents that Biden had at his home related to wars in the Middle East. Now, remember, Biden uh, started taking these documents when he was a senator and later continued when he was vice president. And in under neither of those positions where he took documents, did he have the right to take documents, nor did he have the right to declassify them. So this is all classified information sitting in his garage next to the vintage Corvette. All right. So envision this. During his press conference on Thursday night, Biden said that Mr. Hur's assertions were not true. There's concern that President Biden may have retained sensitive documents related to specific countries involving his family's foreign business dealings, Comer wrote. So he also said, uh, further, we seek to understand whether the White House or President Biden's personal attorneys placed any limitations or scoping restrictions during the interview that would have precluded a line of inquiry regarding evidence, emails, text messages, or witness statements that directly linked the president to troublesome foreign payments. So two of the documents that Biden kept in his possession relate to a December 2015 phone call that Biden had with the then Ukrainian Prime Minister Arseniy Yatsenyuk. Uh, Hunter Biden was serving on the board of the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, if you'll remember. And uh, at the time of that phone call, he was, uh, he was, you know, on that board. So Comer asked that uh, Merrick Garland turn over these documents and all transcripts and recordings of the interviews with Biden and Zwanitzer by uh, February 19th, okay? In October, Comer demanded Garland turn over the classified documents that were discovered in, in Biden's home and offices, various offices. He had papers scattered all over the place in his garage, too. The chairman said at the time that the documents could prove that the president was using information from his time as vice president to enrich the members of his family. So evidence suggests Biden may have used certain members of his family, particularly Hunter Biden, but also probably his brother James, to accumulate millions of dollars from foreign individuals and entities for the benefit of his family and himself. And that's what Comer said in a statement on October 16th. Okay. The Biden family received millions of dollars from foreign sources while President Biden served in public office and afterward. And Comer wrote to Mr. Hur at the time, okay? 
If any of the classified documents mishandled by President Biden involved countries or individuals that had financial dealings with Biden family members or their related companies, the committee needs to access that information to evaluate whether our national security has been compromised. That's what Comer said in his correspondence. So we're going to see what happens in that situation. But, you know, all these stories are just examples of the dirty stuff that's going on in the United States. We're at a, we're in a battle between good and evil, folks. And, uh, you know, it's it's becoming readily apparent. I think most people understand where the evil is coming from. There's a lot of corruption in Washington. There's a lot of corruption in our cities. There's a lot of corruption going on offshore and overseas. And there are some that are benefiting from it and enriching themselves. You know, um, here on Unleashed, the political news hour, we strive to bring you the latest news about the hottest topics. And we want people to wake up and see how badly they're being deceived by our media and our politicians. And folks, you know, only you can spread this news and become active patriots who stop all this and make a difference. So let's do our part. Share this show and unleash the truth together. And let's take back our freedom. This is Bruce Robertson, Unleashed on America Out Loud. <laughs>